Welcome to Las Hermanas Podcast con Ingrid y Neri. Your favorite Gen Z and Millennial are here to chat with some of our favorite humans who inspire and move us. Girl, are you ready to dive into the best conversation yet? Hi, besties. Welcome to Las Hermanas Podcast. Ingrid here. I am coming to you today with a solo episode in celebration of my birthday that just happened on Monday, October 10th. This episode will be short and sweet. I just want to take some minutes to reflect and document what this birthday has meant for me and what this new year I hope will bring. So my birthday did land on Indigenous Peoples Day this year. So it was a long weekend for me and my partner, even though I'm currently unemployed and I've been on a long weekend energy since I got let go. But before I dive fully into today's episode, I do want to first state that I've actually never been the type of person to identify with their age. I'm more here to talk about the concept of this new year. I believe identifying with an age and using it to identify other people only limits our ability to connect with people if we allow it to define them and us in like our identity. Not only because we might perceive a person of a different age or a certain way, but we but we may also limit our self-expression when we're sitting across a person who may be older or younger from us. I rarely ask how old a person is when I first meet them because it tells me nothing about them. Instead, I look for ways that we can connect. And I do have a diverse circle of friends, like diverse specifically in age, actually. Some younger, older, some are the same age as me. I do also see birthdays as an opportunity to celebrate ourselves and like I said earlier, like reflect on the past year as we all mature, grow, and learn more about ourselves. So now that that's said, I'd love to get into a few birthday reflection questions. A few of them I was asked during book club a couple of nights ago, actually the night of my birthday, and a few other thoughts are just some words that I have briefly journaled about. So I'm excited to dive right in. I don't know if I'd mentioned this, but yes, I'm I'm 25, so I wrapped up my chapter on 24 and officially entered like the quarter, new quarter of my life. So Maddie, the Between the Covers book club founder that I'm a part of, had some birthday questions for me that night of book club. And it just happened to be like the, the day of my birthday too. She asked like, what's the biggest lesson that the past year has brought you? So for me, it was 24. 24 when thinking and reflecting about damn like everything that happened not just happened but everything that I was able to experience and learn ultimately I came down to one thing it taught me how to get to know with myself and love myself and spend time with myself without feeling anxious and without feeling unsettled 24 reminded me that I am the only person that can heal myself and I'm also the only person that can fulfill myself. And I think I say this because the age of 23 and more than just the 20 age of 23, but I think at 23, I came to the realization that I was 
feeding off of a lot of external validation and that's what kept me going like that was what was motivating me to take action and live my life and I would do things in accordance with the acceptance it might bring from others or the validation or even like influential power that it might bring me like for example I remember doing like a photo shoot on a concrete garage like when people would like do like garage um photo shoots and I was like in a blazer with makeup and I just did not feel like me I felt like that was who I thought people wanted me to be and that was who I thought would be accepted the girl with the blazer with the cool corporate job with cool friends and is always at a new bar in town and and carries a lot of social status like that is what I always strived for because I saw and I witnessed that that was what other people accepted and liked but that was quickly like shot I think probably when I had my first anxiety attack I was 23 so at 24 after experiencing my first anxiety attack I I dedicated that year to to heal myself and to learn about my triggers and the toxic codependency that I had with the external world and the attachments that I had to a certain part of my identity that wasn't really true to myself. So damn that I guess like yeah that was a big lesson that 24 brought me just to kind of reframe the way that I view myself and give myself more time and attention than I was giving because really when you're living for others you're not truly feeding your soul and you're not feeding the truest parts of you and watering them so they were neglected so I didn't love my truest self I didn't accept my truest self I rarely ever spent time with her but 24 you know that was the first year I did a full year of therapy um actually completed my full year of therapy like a couple of days ago which is so full circle now that I think about it at 24 I've also gotten a lot more clarity about what my path is and what I'm really meant to be doing and how I can serve versus only doing opportunities that I think might bring me something in return now I'm in a place where I am able to tap into my truest self, show up as her. And that's a beautiful thing because that in itself is like a long, long journey full of, like I said, a lot of therapy, a lot of journaling, a lot of moments where you just reawaken and learn more about yourself. And I can truly say that I love spending time with myself now. 24 year old me did that like she uncovered what it meant to be Ingrid and be happy with Ingrid like who she truly is at the core what I'm looking forward to this coming year as a 25 year old is following my curiosity a couple of months ago when I went to Austria which no it was actually just last month I think I actually got back to Texas uh, one month ago when I was in Austria, I spoke to the spiritual teacher that I've shared with y'all. Her name is Taylor Amrani, aka Life by Taylor, on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok. I had coffee with her and she shared this podcast. It was on Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul Sunday. And I believe it was Elizabeth Gilbert. 
yes it was elizabeth gilbert and it was on super soul sunday i just did a quick search and um she speaks about the pressure of finding your passion at a young age and running with it and like changing the world with it and going real deep with it and that's a very heavy way i think of looking at life like that's it doesn't happen like that to every single person and for me what i've taken from that podcast and then also just my experiences is that instead of following my passion i am now more interested in following my curiosity i want to do things that i'm truly curious about and i am now very intentional too of where i put my energy and my time and attention so if something is not sparking my curiosity and signaling to my body that I should explore it more, like I'm just not going to do it. I think this goes hand in hand with like following your intuition, but curiosity is a little deeper because it gets, it gets you excited about things and it makes you want to learn more about the topic or an experience or a person too. When I'm curious about a person or about a certain country like I'm going to travel there or I'm going to ask that person to go get coffee. I think when I am met with people or experiences like that like I've that's when I've gained the most. Like I learn the most from them because I'm truly curious about the place or the person or the thing. And I think that's just much more in line with how I want to live my life because my curiosities are can change and today I might be curious about something but next year I you know, I'm curious about another thing. And tomorrow I might be curious about another thing. So it gives me almost like that permission to explore many things instead of just picking one passion for the rest of my life. Like that's a lot of pressure, like I said, and I don't want to live with that pressure, especially because I know myself enough to know that I'm not meant for just one thing. I'm meant for multiple different creative expressions. I'm meant for different experiences, even my own path as like how I've gotten here today has been non-conformative, non-traditional, and that's because I've followed my curiosity and I have followed my intuition with every action that I've taken since then. And because that's how I envision this coming year of like how I'm going to live, another word or phrase that I'd love to embody is like just the feeling of feeling free free to do what excites me, free to be adventurous, free enough to no longer care what people think, free enough to be my truest self, free enough to show up as my most authentic self. Like, I just want to feel free because I think for a lot of years, I was building myself in a way that was more constrained, again, just to be socially accepted or gain social capital instead of truly following like what my heart yearns for and like wants and that's not to say that at 23 I wasn't showing up authentically no I think that's just what was authentic maybe to me at the time like I had to go through that part of where I wasn't comfortable in my skin to then realize that what it really means to feel comfortable in my skin I think it's all part of the puzzle and there's no piece that I would ever exchange or change. I think also that part of me should be honored. When I look back at her, I'm happy and I'm glad that she had that time and I'm glad that that was what her life was. Like, I don't think there's any shame here when it comes to looking at my past selves. If anything, I want to honor them and 
just like I'm honoring my current self today, which is very different than what it looked like, you know, two years ago, five years ago, seven years ago. So as I wrap this up, I just want to share that birthdays are special. I think this year was a very low-key approach. I just did a cabin getaway with my partner and my dog, Cappuccino, who also had a birthday like the day before mine. And it was a very special year for me to celebrate in an environment that provided me solitude and peace and comfort, especially with my partner and my dog. But next year, I think I'm ready to celebrate big again, because I think that is one one fear that I actually came across this year on my birthday. I was I was met with the fear of getting rejected. I think when I was being approached by friends or getting asked like what I want to do this year for my birthday, I was almost trying to be low-key because I'm uncomfortable with being celebrated. I'm uncomfortable with people showing up for me and quote-unquote going out of their way for me but really like my therapist has taught me that they're not going out of their way they're simply making an effort to celebrate and love you and show you that they appreciate you and that concept to me is very uncomfortable because I don't know I'm almost like afraid of voicing that I would love to feel appreciated and then I get scared that the people that I love won't show up for me you know so while I shared some really great things that I've learned about the last year and now what I'm looking forward to and what I hope that this coming year brings I definitely just didn't want to leave out the part that was a little uglier like the fears that I still have the fear the fears that are still present so thank you all for tuning in I really enjoyed recording the solo episode I love solo episodes they're very personal and it feels like a diary session or even a therapy session if you will stay tuned for next week's episode I hope you'll have a great rest of your week and talk soon.